Hey listeners, this is Tracy, and today I have my son, AJ. All right, listen, we're going to do a student topic, three ways your smartphone is ruining your life. So parents, here's the thing. It's, it's just a phone, mom. Yeah, here's the thing. Oh, we don't have to say smartphone anymore. Here's the thing, parents. I think we're all a little naive and maybe even perhaps a little dumb as to the ways of social media. <laughs> same thing. And it's not necessarily the same thing. And we need to be wiser with this. And that's why I wanted to have AJ in here. We're going to talk about, from a student point of view, how phones have kind of taken over your all's life. And then I want to end talking about some things that parents need to be paying attention to so that, as parents, we don't allow the phone to ruin our kids' lives. Okay? Okay. All right, AJ. So I need your wisdom here today. I have none to offer. First of all, do you agree that phones are an issue with your generation? Oh, yeah. Totally. It's ridiculous. I can't even talk to my friends anymore. What do you mean? Like, I'm like, yo, what's up? Cade, listen. Bro, Cade, listen. Dude. So everyone's just on their phone, you mean? Glued to it. Glued to it. Well, I'm, you d- you do I'm the guilty same. sometimes, yeah. yeah. Yeah, in fact, when you go to restaurants anymore, it's always interesting to look around and families are sitting there, but no one's talking to each other. <laughs> So why do you think that's a problem? So so the first reason why phones can be bad is because now none of us know how to have face-to-face oh, yeah. communication. Yeah, I notice it even in my life. And I'm not even close to the extent that my friends are to, with this this issue. So but, why is it a problem? Well, I notice I'm terrible at small talk. Hmm. I can't just like have a conversation with somebody anymore. So what's the problem? Why is it hard for you? Well, because when you're on your phone, when you're Snapchatting or like texting mm-hmm. or anything like that, it's... You can think to respond. Okay. You don't have to do it immediately. You can be like, all right, what would be funny here? Ooh, that'd be good. Oh, but this is better. So you have a chance to edit mm-hmm. before you yeah. speak it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. And you have more time to like think of a question or like something like that. And when I'm just talking to people, I'm like, what else is there to say? <laughs> okay. I notice too that sometimes especially teenagers. Now, this isn't totally abnormal because I used to have a hard time with this too, but making eye contact with people. I don't have that issue, but yeah, definitely. That when you actually have to look at someone face-to-face, it changes your experience. Like maybe you realize, oh, this is a real person. Well, yeah, you don't. You're way nicer Mm -hmm. in person because you're not going to insult someone to their face. But if you do it through a phone, it's like no biggie. Okay. All right. There's no repercussion for doing it online. So let me ask you this question, AJ. If you know that phones are can be a negative thing in your life and it affects your ability to relate to people face-to-face, why do you continue to do that? <sighs> Boredom. Okay. Sometimes it's definitely just like, I have nothing else to do right now, which is rare, but sometimes I just like, or you'll like get into a rabbit hole and it's like, mm-hmm. gone for an hour, hour of your lifetime, your life's gone. But another thing is it's kind of a safety net in conversations. There's like a pause in conversation and you like don't know where to go mm-hmm. about the phone. Makes it yeah, so it's like a safety net of sorts. Oh yeah. oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Another thing is that when I try and like figure out where like a party is or like where, where mm-hmm. the homies are hanging out, I can't do it without my phone. So part of it is I'm like required to because otherwise I have no idea when, where, and what is going on. See, this is interesting. This is something I need to share with you, young man, because the true story is a few years ago, we were cleaning out the garage and we pulled out an old phone. 
Now, parents out there know what I'm talking about. The old school phones that used to be on the wall, that was a phone for us before these smartphones. The one that you had to like dial. Yeah, I had a dial one too, but then, then we upgraded to the push button. But my point is when I was growing up, I didn't have instant connection to friends. Like you would dial up someone's number and if nobody's home, then nobody answers. So you have to leave a message. Or the worst was before two lines. What do we call that? That's not the term we used. Listeners remind me, dang, can't remember what we call Call waiting. Before call waiting, if you made a phone call and somebody else was on the phone, it was gave you that terrible busy signal. Oh, it was the worst. Nowadays, like you just said, with cell phones, like there is no waiting. You can find out where someone is, text them right away, Snapchat them. Like you have instant response from people. Oh, yeah. Which I think can be another way that it ruins your life. Oh, it's like, terrible. Yeah. Why don't you talk for a few minutes about how do you use the phone? Like when you're saying trying to find out where to hang or it all comes through your phone. Like what happens in teen world on your phones? What are you doing when you're trying to find the party or find your friends? So this is one thing I'm terrible at because I don't want to give the effort to figure out where the party is. But usually it's in a group chat. Like you just have this huge group chat. It's uh-huh. like a hundred people in there. And you just snap them back and forth. A million ideas are being thrown out there and you just have to like pick one and just go with it and try your hardest to work that one out. And it's really difficult. And then there's always the people that try and distract you. I am one of them. Sounds like a meme or something. And then everyone's like, what? Mm-hmm. But if it's not in a group chat, if you're being left out, which is very easy because it's a billion people on Snapchat and right. all that. And it's, it's easy to be forgotten about that you're even on a telephone. Mm-hmm. So you kind of just have to like reach out like, yo, we hanging the night? And they're like, yeah, bro, we're hanging here. Like, really? Yeah, but I've noticed you've said in the past, like, oh, I wasn't in that group chat or oh, yeah. or you'll you can go on Snapchat, right? And you can track people. You have the mm-hmm. ability to see where people are. Certain people, you can turn it off. Uh, mine's turned off. I don't like that people know where I am. I just think that's interesting. So that's like a new way of leaving people out then, even in social media, that you weren't included in the chat or... You can literally see it. <laughs> you can see it? What do you mean? You can see the people grouped together. Oh, you can? So, you can even oh, yeah. see that? See, that's just cruel and mean. I mean, again, because now it's even worse because there was a time where like with Instagram, like if you took a picture and you posted it, then you would know like, oh, okay, these people are hanging out and I'm not there. Now Snapchat, it's like even in the just talking, you can see people that are all together because you track their phones, you mean? Well, like if you just go, it's called Snap Maps. You go on Snap Maps, you can just see where everyone is. Hmm. And then you can be like, oh, what's this group doing here? And you're like, it's a house and it's all your friends. You're like, oh. (laughs) Yeah, that would be sad. Dang. <laughs> I think that's terrible. Yeah. So I can see how that adds stress and could ruin your life if you just spend all your time looking at what other people are doing or mm-hmm. yeah. who, who's being left out. Yeah. Okay. Now, this last point's kind of funny. I've heard that it's true. In fact, your father has ordered the glasses on Amazon that protects against the blue light. But there's this thing about I have some. the blue light can ruin your sleep patterns Mm -hmm. yeah so why don't you explain that well that's happened to me before like i'd be like trying to sleep like i'll be on my computer all night working or doing something and then i'll go try and go to bed and it's like your eyes won't close Hmm. it's weird 
like you're trying to sleep and they just like grow open and it's like what is happening so what i'm hearing you say is it makes it hard to fall asleep oh yeah okay that's why it messes with sleep patterns i don't know if this is just a different thing that happens but i do notice that it happens after i'm on my electronics a lot hmm. okay now why don't you offer your word of advice i know there's something that you do to avoid the blue light from ruining your sleep what do you do with your phone at night i charge it <laughs> i don't do that anymore Oh, you don't do I that anymore? I in my room now, yeah. Oh, you do? Yeah, because it doesn't, I realize it doesn't matter. I had a laptop and a right. bunch of different things. But I do use the glasses a little bit You more. do? Yeah. Okay. But yeah, that's one thing that definitely helped me. Okay, so going back. So, so one thing that definitely helped me with my, my purity, like staying off of, mm -hmm. like getting into the bad things, things and stuff like that right? is... At night, I would put my phone in the living room. Right. I would charge it in the living room. I would never right. bring it in my room. Okay. And it was never an issue. Like, I, I would never, I knew that after I put it out there, it was done. I would never go, Okay. never go back to it. And it helps that I was a germaphobe and I never touched my phone after I washed my hands. Oh, right. So that, that does helped. help. But after a while, after, I did that for like five years. Hmm. And now I'm just like, it's, it's not, not an issue. Problem. I won't, I won't. Well, that's a whole nother topic we'll have to do sometime uh -huh. about how, talk about how a smartphone can ruin your life is how kids are accessing pornography on mm -hmm. the phone. Mm -hmm. That's kind of what I wanted to end with today, AJ, because I think this might be good because maybe for the parents are like, I don't really care what my teenagers experiences with their phone. You know, I don't know many adults. I do have Snapchat and I have four friends. <laughs> it's you, Kenzie, my sister. Well, maybe I have two more, like a cousin. I mean, it's very small. So when somebody posts something on their story, I can get pretty excited because I have something to look at. Now, I'm never, I never post. I don't know how to do it. It's very confusing. <laughs> but I do think it might be good, AJ, for us to end talking about it from a parent's point of view, more about why parents should care oh, yeah. what their kids are doing and why they should be aware of the things that could ruin their kids' lives through their cell phone, their smartphone, whatever we call it these days. So AJ, what would you say parents need to understand about social media and their phone it's so easy to access not good things okay so easy literally like one one tap mm -hmm. and you're in the very bad area right so one thing that was helpful for me in the beginning was you were logged into my instagram right and that just is like accountability right you knew that I was seeing what you posted or what uh -huh. your friends were exactly, posting. And exactly. Yeah. Uh -huh. yeah, that's one word of advice I have for parents. And you can make that determination if that's what you want to do. But I think especially when your kids are younger, learning how, I mean, kids are getting smartphones and social media accounts in elementary school now. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So I think it would be wise for you to be on their accounts so you can pay attention to what they're posting, who they're following, as a way of protection. I mean, there are predators online that it might seem innocent where your kids are mm -hmm. cruising around and surfing around, but there are bad people looking to do bad things. Yeah. I'd say, I mean, whether it's like you did, you were just logged into my actual Instagram account, or if you just have an Instagram account and follow them, because the, that's one thing that we were talking about that's kind of like it's like sad about mm -hmm. Snapchat and stuff like that is you can like see all these things. That's fantastic for a parent. 
Right. Fantastic. You can see everything that they're liking, everything that they're, mm. all that stuff. You can see what they're posting. It's, you just have to follow them. Okay. There's literally a tab that you click on. That's good. It shows you it. Yeah, because, you know, for me, even just to have an understanding that you you have the capability to track friends, like I think parents, that would be good for you to know how to talk to your kids, too. If mm-hmm. they're being left out or they know everyone's somewhere and they're not there, to be aware of that and to be able to say, hey, you know, I'm sorry that that happened. And that's a bummer. And even share a personal story of your own of a time in your teenage years where you were left out, because I think we all have those stories. But parents, I think we're beyond the point of thinking that phones are just an innocent device. Are they great because we can contact our kids anytime? And, you know, we have a Life 360. Ooh, they should they should sponsor this. They should sponsor this podcast. But we have Life 360. Like, I can track my kids. Like, that's amazing to know where you guys are and what you're doing. Like, there's awesome features that the phone gives us. Being able to connect to people across the country through social media, that's great. But kids are on their phones all the time and trouble can loom and feelings can get hurt and bullying can happen. And parents, we should pay attention. AJ, do you have any last parting words or words of wisdom to the adults out there who may listen to this? Know what your kid is doing. Okay. It's ridiculous. They live in your house, man. Mm-hmm. You should be able to know every little thing that they're doing because it's so easy to be doing not good things. So when you knew that we were following you or on your accounts, like did that super bum you out or did you understand what we were doing? I understood what you're doing, yeah. I mean, most kids probably won't, but they'll understand in the long run when right. they're not, right? when they don't have a ruined marriage or right. serious problems later in life. Yeah, parents, sometimes we have to do the unpopular thing, but we're the adults and our teenagers are still kids. And so they may give us a hard time for that, but we have a responsibility to train them up. And so part of that is protecting them, even from things that we don't necessarily see, but are out there on their phones. So, okay. Now there's a great topic on Flex Talk in the student section. It's called Three Ways Your Smartphone is Ruining You. Um, do this mm-hmm. with your own teenagers in your life or preteens. There's some great questions that you can go through. A real handsome dude does the video. A real handsome dude who had a much higher voice when he <laughs> recorded that. <laughs> but AJ, I want to say thank you for being here, for being a part of this podcast, buddy. Of course. And this kid turns 16 tomorrow. So watch out. Anyone on the roads, he's coming for you. See you next time.